a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What can your local channel do to improve local election coverage? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns, and I'm joined today by two folks, Karen Wilson, who is PR and local channel supervisor at Ben Loman Connect. Karen, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, Andy. Good. And also joining us is Brian Kell, sales and marketing manager over at Ben Loman. And Brian was on an episode with us back in May, I guess it was, at the NTCA conference. So, Brian, thanks for joining us again. Yeah, good talking to you, Andy. So what, we'd, what we're going to talk about in this one, our goal for this podcast is for three people to talk about elections in 2018 for about 15 minutes and not wind up making people mad. So we're going to give that a try. You, think, you guys think we can do that? I think we can. <laughs> All right. So here in Tennessee, uh, so Ben Loman is, what, about an hour and 15 minutes up the road uh, from me in Chattanooga. Um, there in McMinnville, you guys had, um, and we, we did all across uh, Tennessee, um, primaries and then local elections last week. And I noticed from following you guys on social media that you guys did quite a bit with your local channel to, um, uh, to cover those elections as they roll in, uh, which is particularly challenging uh, for a service area that is as spread out as you guys are with so many counties, municipalities and all that. So, uh, Karen, if you don't mind, get us started with just kind of a quick overview of the coverage that you guys provided um, on election night and then anything before or after that you guys did as well. Well, we started in May with the primaries um, and basically start that process with just trying to make contact with all the different um, election commissions in our coverage area to see uh, what races are actually contested. Uh, and then we kind of make the decision at that point um, what parts to cover. Um, we uh, have really three primary to four counties uh, during the election process that we need to report on. Since we are located in Warren County and it's basically you could say the largest uh, has the largest races and that type thing. We are heavy on coverage from Warren County, um, but we have to work in on weaving all of that in. And then just to speak to the preparation, um, just the technical abilities of what we can do, um, who we want to invite in for interviews, how we're going to get the numbers reported. There's just a lot of layers um, that takes a lot of planning. And we've been doing this for several years, but this year we added some different um, aspects to it, like the Facebook thing, and uh, that was very successful. But because elections only come around every two years, it's almost like starting from scratch um, with every election, because even your equipment uh, it changes and things like that from the equipment you had at the last race. And like, for instance, our TriCaster, we had upgraded the, that and it didn't have some of the same components that some that the older TriCaster had. So there's just a lot of little things like that to think about. Well, thank you for that uh, answer, Karen. If The next question I had for you was, why was this something that you guys felt like uh, was important to do and um, you know, that there was an audience for? I know you guys do a lot on the local channel of local sports, 
which is well um, well received. But um, you know, what did you guys feel like going in? Uh, the audience was, and why did you feel like election coverage was important for BLTV to do? Well, we we kind of, uh, so to speak, dipped our toe in the, the pool several years ago and have seen every time the numbers grow, lots of positive feedback. So we knew that the audience was tuning in. And this year, uh, Brian and I talked about this before we went on the air, was kind of the perfect culmination because uh, the races, there was a lot of candidates in each of the races. Uh, we had a, a sheriff that was retiring um, after, what, 25 years yeah, or so yeah. mm-hmm, of service. So there was, uh, I think, eight different candidates uh, running for the spot at one point. So we, and there was just a lot of buzz around town about the election, who were you voting for? So we knew we had to be there uh, doing our best to report the numbers and that the viewers would be there for us. I'll I'll piggyback off that just a little bit, Andy. Just coming from four years ago, I was was, uh, part of the kind of the competition, I guess, in in being on the radio side and doing – you know, doing that for for 14 years. And it when when BLTV Channel 6 started doing election coverage, and it was probably four years ago almost to the day, um, that that it really caught us um, by surprise how well it was done. They staffed precincts, caused us, when I say us, as far as when I was on the radio side, to really be able to look as to how we were covering it because there had been – such a time there to where we were kind of the only game in town doing those things. And so uh, right before I got, I mean, it was one of the things that impressed me most about BLTV channel six was just them, like Karen said, dipping their toe in and doing a really good job at dipping their toe in and causing other media outlets to go, this is something really good and being able to bring video at that time, just over cable, uh, but, but still reaching so many homes with that, and then you know, Karen and I decided to take it one step further. Or the, the team, you know, decided to take it one step further and adding Facebook Live to the mix, which just you know really caused it. And, and I think, in our opinion, and many others, to become the preeminent medium for folks to be able to get that information. Uh, so it's it's been exciting to watch uh, uh, both as a competitor and now being being a part of the family over here. Outstanding. Well, there are a couple of things to unpack there. Brian, let me go right back to you. Uh, we'll talk about the social media aspect in just a minute. Well, let's talk about the team that you had in place. So you you had, because um, you guys serve, I know you said it was kind of Warren County centric, because um, that's where the exciting races were. That's where a lot of population was. But where all did you have folks stationed and how did you coordinate getting this information in? Uh, what kind of team did you have out there um, and in studio? Let's talk a little bit about kind of the the manpower or the the person power, I guess it is, the staffing uh, that it took to get this done. So, uh, and, and Karen can feel free to, to to jump in after I get through because I'm going to tell you that that's something that Karen really, really ended up overseeing. But one of the beautiful parts of working at Ben Loman is that not only do we have, uh, you know, an area to cover, but the people, you know, to be able to, to, to rely on to, to cover all these different counties that we've got to, to work with. So, you know, you had... You had employees, you had friends of Ben Loman, you had uh, spouses, you had managers. So 
we what we tried to do, and, and Karen, like I said, did a beautiful job of overseeing this, is that in order for us to get some semblance of some of some uh, things to talk about, uh, ended up having a lot of precincts in Warren County covered uh, for the day of election because uh, what we had were people there when they closed down the, the, the precinct, uh, they're able to print off uh, some information on the uh, – on the boxes that are there or the uh, on the voting machines that are there. So that gives information back here as quickly as possible for us to start chewing on stuff. And then other things that were done as far as just making sure that at each of the main uh, counties that we are serving, and that, that was Van Buren, White, Warren, and also Grundy, that we had people there at the election commission that as early returns came in and really any other kind of information uh, that that was uh, that that was stuff that we had people staffed at those locations to bring that information back to Channel Six. Karen, I'll let you anything that I've missed going, but Karen oversaw that kind of thing, and that is that is that was tough to do, but we got great people. Yeah, there were we have about twelve precincts, I believe, in Warren County alone. So um, at times we have had a person at every precinct. Um, sometimes that's not feasible, you know, if employees are busy and things like that. So we manned probably about half of those. And then, um, our election commission is, is very good. They get the numbers back to the central location, to the main election commission office very quickly. So we had Brian at the election commission office getting the precincts in that we didn't have actual reporters at, um, a component of this also is to have the reporters at the various precincts calling in. Uh, we will set up a phone here. We have a panel that is fielding uh, the calls, and they report the numbers live on air. Um, a great new addition this year, we did graphics with the reporters' uh, faces on it to show who was on the air. Uh, it took some pressure off the panel. The panel didn't have to be on the air the whole time. And then the the audience could actually see who it was reporting the numbers. So that was a very uh, helpful component that we uh, did this time. And um, then we also try to make as many contacts as we can during the process to get the candidates aware of what we're doing, invite them in. Um, in May, we actually scheduled uh, them to come in and be interviewed by the panel and get the information out there to them. And it's really cool because the studio here becomes a hub uh, for people to come and get their numbers. There's lots of candidates here milling around watching the results as they're coming in. So there's quite a electricity in the air as far as uh, what we're doing here and lots of excitement uh, from the candidates about it as well. One last thing too, Andy, is that, you know, we go on earlier than any other, than, than, than the local radio stations too. And so being able to have information, both in talking to candidates, getting, you know, for, for some candidates, we had some, uh, some of the feelings that, that, that they're feeling inside their camp. And then also Karen mentioned earlier on about a long time uh, serving sheriff here in Warren County. We had a sit down interview with him in the six o'clock hour too. So just trying to have as much information for folks and getting on earlier than, than a lot of our, uh, I mean, I guess you have to say competitors getting on, you know, is, is also very key to us trying to bring a good quality broadcast, you know, to the masses. 
Definitely. And, and candidates were the next thing I was going to talk about. So they seem to have embraced this for sure. I mean, you were having them, were they, were you having them on camera in the, uh, during election night or, or some of the winners call them by phone? How did, how were they interacting on, uh, on screen, um, on election night? Well, um, in May, we scheduled them to come in at certain times and we would have commentary, say, from six to seven. And during that time, we had some of the major candidates come in and do interviews. Um, This time, we kind of just did general commentary during the first hour and we scheduled the candidates. We scheduled all the winners and they really love that. all of them, especially in May, want the FaceTime on TV because they're still, you know, have another election coming up. Sure. Um, and they're very excited for the opportunity. Um, we try to, you know, stay just uh, general reporting, let them kind of tell their story, who they are, that type of thing. Don't really take a political position by any means. Uh, and they love that op- opportunity to come talk to their constituents and after the race is over to thank the voters. Uh, that's a very, uh, very exciting thing for them and they've really embraced it. Excellent. Uh, I had one, one other direction to kind of take us in here and, um, really I guess it's two pieces, but they're certainly related. So, um, this year, you guys said you did Facebook Live, which I think is a great idea to do that. Um, so I guess let's let's first talk about just the technical side of how you did that. And then secondly, we'll get into to some of the tactics and other social media stuff you did. But, but just first off, what did it take technically to get Facebook Live onto, um, you know, was it the exact same feed that was on the TV broadcast or was it a different camera? How did it work technically to do that? Well, basically, Facebook Live is run through a piece of equipment here called a TriCaster. And the TriCaster has all of the camera feeds coming into it. And it looks at Facebook Live as actually another camera. Um, So, but whatever we're doing, whatever camera we're on however we're cutting it's it's basically just a pipe this tricaster is a pipe for that feed to go through and um, the new model that we have you can do facebook youtube uh, lots of different social uh, media uh, programs on there and you just you know it's very simple once you turn it on then the feed just kind of magically appears uh, on our Facebook page and we still have control over it, whether to take it down, um, that kind of thing. Facebook also gave us the ability to see extra people that were watching it, um, lots of uh, engagement as far as people chatting back and forth on Facebook. And also too, Andy, it gave us something because this was the first time either probably ever that we, or or maybe just in quite some time that for an election coverage piece that we ended up tying revenue to it by advertisers. So by us having some stuff to go on in the May uh, uh, coverage, which we did not do any advertising on, we were able to take that information, be able to go out to advertisers and had, had quite a few great advertisers that, that wanted to jump on board realizing just how, uh, the reach that we would have throughout the entire area and the amount of people that would probably double, if not triple, you know, in, uh, in, in the, uh, in, in the latest election that we had. So, you know, there, there was 
several reasons for you know to to be able to do that because we we you know Karen said this many times is that we we see this as a community service when we're when we're doing this type of program uh, this is something that is a perfect example of something that needs to stretch outside of BLTV Channel Six and the and the great subscribers that we've got for it and so by us being able to do that uh, generating you know. Uh, you know, over 13,000 viewers just on the, uh, on the Facebook side. And then it's good for community. It's good for advertisers and it's good for BLTV channel six. I'm glad you shared that. Cause that's, that's interesting. And that's, um, yeah, I appreciate you sharing the number out there. That's a big number, uh, for sure. So when you're talking about advertising, just traditional commercials in the, uh, you, as, uh, interruptions in the broadcast or sponsor segments mm-hmm. or how did the advertising f- fit in? Uh, we we did just do traditional commercials about every uh, 15 to, to 20 minutes. We would take a commercial break. We did verbal mentions um, while the panel was, was talking. Um, they would mention the advertisers then as well, and, and uh, it ran pretty smoothly. We just made runners of all the different commercials, and so and that was a nice break for the panel to have to take a moment, step away for a minute, and just kind of have a, a moment uh, to kind of regroup and look at their numbers again. And I'll throw in this too, Andy. Not only on the advertiser side, ben, we took advantage of that too with Ben Loman. We've got some great speeds and prices that 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 we are getting the word out through traditional means and also social media wise. So it offered us a chance for folks that don't have Ben Loman Connect services to talk about some recent changes and, and deals that we've done with speeds and pricing. So Ben, we inserted one of our commercials that we're running right now uh, into the mix. And so for folks that were seeing it that, that aren't BLTV subscribers, that we're seeing that on Facebook, maybe they're seeing that for the first time, or maybe it's another great reminder as to why it's great to come to Ben Loma Connect for their broadband voice video and, and security needs. Excellent point. You always hear that a lot of, you know, with the big networks getting the Super Bowl or the Olympics or something like that, part of the reason they do it is to promote their own um, their own programming, their own stuff. So good for you guys for, for thinking along those same lines. Uh, talking about social media earlier, let's talk just a little bit about the response. Um, sounds like it was overwhelmingly positive um, in person uh, at online, but did um, overall, what kind of response have you heard from doing it? Did everybody play nice online, obviously in a hotly contested political climate, um, but did uh, everybody play nice? It's been a positive response for you guys, Karen? Um, yes, uh, you know, of course you can't, as you said, you know, you can't control the comments people are making and, but generally, uh, we had, um, lots of people giving, you know, what they had as far as numbers go, especially like in the different counties, White County, uh, might chime in if they had some numbers a little bit earlier than we did. We had, um, as Brian mentioned earlier, uh, 13,000 different views on there, lots of sharing going on. Lot. It was so neat, too, to have people say, hey, I'm in Florida on vacation. This is great that I can watch uh, the results. And, um, you know, you did have a few people commenting on, uh, they might sh- give a shout out to who they were backing or who they voted for. But that was basically it, you know, maybe a little bit back and forth, but not anything inappropriate. And, and I think that, that because of that, it, it, it not only, you know, I just now kind of kind of really thought about this is that it, it not only provided us a great medium to get that out, but, but also too to provide a place 
that in which folks could congratulate candidates could, you know, sure there, there was maybe some, some hurt feelings on some of coming up short and all that kind of stuff, but to not only offer the video feed and the information that we're giving, but to also combine that with having a forum and a place where folks can, uh, can talk about things. And, and like we said, overwhelmingly civil way, considering all the comments that were on there, uh, th- that's, that's a win too, as well. Excellent. Um, so just a couple of questions here to uh, to wrap up. Um, what are the plans going forward? Do you guys plan to – so obviously what you had in May was um, a lot of primaries uh, locally. Then this one, um, this past week here, um, beginning of August, it was um, some of the primaries for the state and federal races and then um, local races, just general elections there. When we get to November, that's going to be mainly the big statewide races and some uh, federal races. Do you guys plan on doing uh, election coverage for um, uh, you know for those bigger races this fall that don't have as strong of a local connection? Well, we were just talking about yeah, that beforehand. Yes, um, we've still got to evaluate that. Um, we do need to do our uh, investigating into the other counties as to what they have coming. Coming up, we do generally leave the state races and the national races to the uh, big boys at the big networks. Um, but we do would like to to plan on giving some local numbers. We may have some city aldermen mm-hmm. running. Um, and not sure what the other counties, if they have some city aldermen or things like that, anything going on that we feel like uh, would fill the time in in a quality way where we could do it um, as a, a quality means of doing it, then certainly we will we will do that again in November. Sure, it would be tough to get an entire evening's worth of election coverage off of one alderman race. That would be a little bit of a challenge. So. Um, so I know you said it would be um, it'll be two years, I guess, before you know. Assuming there's not a special election or something like that, you'll have two years before you do this again. Let me start with Karen first. And uh, is there one or two things that you picked up or learned um, either this time or or in the process of doing these that uh, you feel like um, you can do better for next time, or any advice to pass on to people who are considering doing this at their own telcos? Um. Well, you know, with every time we've done it, it's been kind of a little bit different. What worked the time before uh, may not play as well the next time. Um, Looking at August, we had a lot of people calling in, and um, in hindsight, it may have slowed us down on reporting. They love graphs. You know, that's something as far as they love to see that pop up on so they can get a visual of who is ahead. So we will probably give more time to the graphs and maybe not quite as much time to people calling in reporting the numbers. Uh, Maybe work at doing that a little quicker um, and not so many follow-up questions to those calling in. Um, I guess that's the big thing that that I would think about. What about you, Brian? Well, I mean, you know, probably mine would probably just be overall. I mean, people are so hungry for local information, and whether that's election coverage or weather or or sports. I mean, we found that the things that that strike well with folks, I think. Uh, on us getting information out to folks, whether that's on BLTV Channel 6 or whether it's through our social media presence, 
is anything that we can offer video-wise, picture-wise, that is that that we've got in our own backyard that in our case Nashville or Chattanooga or Knoxville is is just not going to cover there's a gap there and so i think that's that's what we found is that BLTV channel 6 and 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 for other telcos that have got a local channel looking for the ways to fill the gap and and to be able to and, and through trial and error i mean there's some things that 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 we've done here that have been really big and, 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 and been a really big way that folks have grasped onto. And then some things that we've done that, that maybe we thought were going to be bigger than, than what they were, but trying, you know, just trying different things from, from uh, election coverage. What, what does that look like? And, I, and it's, it's changed over four years here at BLTV Channel 6 as far as what that's been. But just if you're able to provide local information and some type of coverage that nobody else is bringing to the table or even do it a little bit better, people will figure it out. They'll find you out. They'll share that. They'll talk about it. And that can only benefit your local channel. Well said. I think that's a, that's a great niche for you guys to be able to, to fill. Well, I said we were trying to go 15 minutes without making anybody mad talking about elections. We've gone over 20, and I think the only thing people had to be mad about is maybe that they didn't try something like this themselves for their own local channel, um, you know, wherever they're listening. So, uh, Karen, I appreciate you joining me. Brian, thanks for uh, thanks for being on. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. She is Karen Wilson, PR and local channel supervisor at Ben Lomond Connect. He is Brian Kell, Sales and Marketing Manager at Ben Loman. I'm your host, Andy Johns with WordSouth. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company.